Welcome to Big Blend Radio Success Express Show, where we talk about business, leadership, and career development. Welcome, everybody. Today, we're super excited to welcome back Rita Sever. Rita is, uh, she is an author. She's got two books. We first met her with her book, Supervision Matters, 100 Bite-Sized Ideas to Transform You and Your Team. And her second book is out now, Leading for Justice, Supervision, HR, and Culture. She's one of our regular experts here on Big Blend Radio. She's an organizational trainer, and like I said, an author, and you can keep up with her at supervisionmatters.com. So welcome back, Rita. How are you? Thank you, Lisa. It's great to be here, and I'm doing well. Thank you. Uh, Good to have you back. And um, the topic today, we're going to be talking about uh, gratitude, right? And, and, um, acknowledging people, appreciation in the workplace. I mean, at Thanksgiving season, we always think about gratitude and thankfulness, but having appreciation in the workplace, I know you work mostly with nonprofits. Um, that's kind of, it's important on the volunteer side. It's important for the employees, right? But it shouldn't just be around Thanksgiving, right? Exactly. It's, um, a key component. I work mostly with supervisors. And my focus is always on making supervisors more user-friendly, as I call it. And I think being authentic and showing appreciation for what people do and who respect for who they are, those are the bases of building healthy relationships, which then lead to good work outcomes. Mm, and okay. Yes, it can't just be a once-a-year turkey or something literally it's got to be an ongoing part of the work that you do together what about the authenticity of it because sometimes people just you know thank you or you know but it's kind of like i have to do this you know yes and i i think it's important to recognize that those aren't mutually exclusive that you have to tuck your kids in to bed at night but it doesn't mean you don't love them when you do it so i think that you know even like scheduling appreciation doesn't mean it isn't art that it is artificial, whether it's authentic or not is whether you mean it. And mm. if you can sincerely step back a moment and say, yes, I do appreciate what they do and that we can do our work together. If each person didn't do their part, that's what makes mm. it authentic. And so mm. I think it's great if it's spontaneous, that's wonderful um, it is important that it's specific. That's part of what makes it authentic, okay. not just a routine. Hey, you're doing a good job. I said it today. I'm done. It's what did you see them do? What, how did that impact the work and making it specific? Okay. So like if someone reaches a goal, um, like a fundraising goal, for example, you want to say, well done on reaching XYZ. Yes, that's important. But even more is like, let's say that's the example that they put on an event, let's say. So at the end of the event, most supervisors are going to be hopefully aware enough to say, hey, good job with the event. But feel the difference between, hey, good job on the event and, hey, Lisa, that event was amazing. The decorations were beautiful. I saw you interacting with people in a very authentic way. And every person looked like they were having a good job. Thanks for putting it all together. Okay, you're welcome. 
<laughs> it feels very different, doesn't it? Yeah, it, it's like someone is watching, which also means that someone is supervising. So for the supervisor, the leader, the management, um, it's allow, letting people know that you are actually connected with what's happening. And exactly. so, and so that it's, it's acknowledgement uh, for good right. and bad, right? If somebody didn't do something, that you're also there to acknowledge that. Right. But too often it goes the other way that people only hear from their supervisors when they mess up. And so Uh, what I recommend is that supervisors have regular meetings with their staff once a week, every other week, at least once a month. And the three components of that meeting that I recommend are what's working, what's not working, and what's next, meaning what are the priorities until we meet again. But that is a way to normalize giving and receiving feedback because they're two-way conversations, not just the boss telling the staff member. And it it includes both, again, the positive and the challenges, which is mm. important. It's, I notice you say positive and challenges instead of negatives, challenges. It's a, it's right. a nicer <laughs> word, and it's true. You know, right. challenges are, are you know, I think we also have to retrain our brains a bit because our human brains are always going to the negative before right. the positive. So we exactly. have to change our brains because we're not in fight or flight anymore, right? So, you know, well, sometimes we are, but you know, right. there, those are those are there are times for that. Um, yeah. This is not one of them. So retrain the brain a bit, and if it can come from a management level too, and that can kind of breed positivity in a workplace. Exactly. It can. And the way I like to frame it for supervisors is that whether it is positive or challenging, the outcome you're going for is success mm-hmm. in either either kind of feedback. Whatever you're telling people, um, it is you're telling them so that they can be more successful in their work. And when supervisors can frame it that way, they start to um, internalize that it's not about the person, it's about the work, and it's about being successful together. So it is retraining your brain. Mm, very cool. I retrain the brain. Yep. And work on it together. <laughs> I like that. Right. So what about acknowledgement is a lot of times, um, should that always be private? Or does it go according to the situation? It definitely goes according to the situation. And I think it also goes according to who the person is. I think each supervisor, each boss should have a conversation with their staff member about how do you like to be recognized? Because some people love the public recognition and the standing ovation and other people would die if that happened. Okay. So really having a conversation about, um, you know, I want to show my appreciation throughout the year. Tell me a little bit about what works for you and what doesn't work for you. So that it can really be specific for each staff person. And that lets people know that someone's acknowledging you right away. That that's right. an immediate acknowledgement. Um, yeah. What about when it comes to volunteers and even donors? Doesn't that also kind of, there's, you know, it's like um, a previous insurance person. We just get these same printed out cards that are, like we're not even with them anymore because it's so cold. It's mm-hmm. not even, it's not thoughtful. Like you could handwrite the card once in a while. I'm just saying. Absolutely. So you get these, 
things that you know come from the corporate office that is just, oh, we need to do this for our clients or prospective clients. And it just feels so tasteless. Right. Right. It's almost worse than do, not doing it because it does I think so. feel artificial and forced. Mm-hmm. And certainly a volunteer is there because they want to do the work, but they also want to be, we all have a need to be seen. And when you can yeah. connect with your volunteers and show them your appreciation, they will not only feel better, but they'll do more, do better. And so will staff. Everybody wants to know that their work makes a difference. I recently read that that's the difference between when people feel overwhelmed with tasks, especially at work, and when they start feeling burnout. It flips into burnout when they feel like their work doesn't make any difference and nobody appreciates it. Nobody sees it. That's when they start feeling burned out and they look for another job. Mm. But they can be doing, not that you want them to be doing too much, but they can be doing the same amount of work. And if it's appreciated and they know it's making a difference, then they they feel better about it. Yeah, I think that's with anyone. I mean, if you're really working hard and um, maybe putting some extra hours in or you went, oh, I'm going to do this extra thing and no one sees it, no one cares, or and maybe somebody's even negative to you about something else. Right. Then it starts to spiral. You know what I mean? Exactly. It does. It And it starts building resentment, which really breaks oh. down people's connection. That, that's a cancer in, the, in an it organization. Is. You know, yeah. because I think with this um, appreciation and, and acknowledgments means that people are present. Um, so this is kind of a way of keeping the team together and creating a positive work culture. Like, hey, we're all in here together. We're going to do this. Um, it, I already feel like. Yay, let's go. I don't even know what we're going to do. Well, let's go do it. Exactly. When organizations can build a culture of appreciation, then people feel better. Just like you Mm. said that, you know, it feels like we're all in this together and we know each other. We appreciate the strengths we bring and we back each other up. We help each other. And it leads to not only better feeling, but better retention And what I would call a sense of grace, that if Mm -hmm. somebody messes up, you give them the benefit of the doubt. You don't immediately start going, they're out to get me, because you do have this culture of appreciation, and you know their heart's in it. So maybe people people, are human. Yeah. People people are going to make, I made a big mistake today already. (laughs) I'm always, I I even made a mistake on our time zone here. Uh (laughs) Because I've just, you know, when I talk to people, and set up recordings, I already feel like I'm there. Because like, especially Zoom, I'm like, oh, I'm going to California. To- oh, I'm not in California today. Because right. we always travel. So sometimes I just forget where I am. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I mess up, you know. So and and if I say I messed up, it's out of my cards are on the table. I messed up. What are you going to do? Show yeah. me, you know, you know, that's the kind of thing where I think um, there's a, an appreciation when people are honest yes. as well and have or know that they can say I messed up. Whereas right. in some organizations, oh, well, this is going on your report and this, you know. And now if you re- mess up on the same thing 10 times in a row, well, there's a problem, obviously. Yes, exactly. But that, you know, grace and benefit that, yeah, we're all human, you know. Mm-hmm. It's okay, Lisa, we're, we'll move forward. You know, the focus on moving Thank forward. Thank you for changing your time, but you didn't <laughs> have to. 
<laughs> but yeah, you know, I think it, it's also, um, you know, when you look at we're in the world of reviews on social media, on Google and all of these nonprofits included get reviewed um, by, you know, donors and people go to events. Um, maybe they didn't. What if they didn't have a good experience? They post those negative reviews that nobody wants negative review, right? It pulls right. down donors. It, I mean, especially a nonprofit, it is just anybody, any business. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think there's something about if you have a good team, you don't have to really worry about those negative reviews as much. I mean, some people just do negative. I mean, they are just, you cannot please everybody. So let I'm going beyond that. Everyone's mm-hmm. going to get something negative about them no matter what. It just is the way it is. But um, you don't, in management, if you have a good team, and, and that culture of positivity and appreciation and acknowledgement like you're talking about, doesn't that kind of help in regards to negative things coming, customer serve, negative customer service? Because that even a nonprofit has that. Right. I think it definitely um, helps to build resiliency with the team so that when something negative comes along, whether it's a bad review or a missed grant or Somebody did mess up something, you know, that, of course, people are going to catch their breath. I think it is important to allow room to feel like, oh, that hurts. You know, that's important, too. But then they bounce back quicker and they say, Mm. "Okay, we we hit this snag in the road, but let's pull together and face forward and do the work we're here to do. Now, I know gift giving. I want to just touch on that briefly. Um, and we want to talk a little bit, you know, just, you know, I think it helps everybody when you have all of this appreciation that sometimes there's like, oh, we got to do bonuses or Secret Santa. And sometimes people can't do that. Like, how do you balance that in a nonprofit? Like, I know most nonprofits, they're spending their money on the things they need to do. But even the staff expecting staff to give gifts and play Secret Santa or whatever, you never know if they need. It could just even be $10, but we don't know everybody's situation. So don't we kind of have to be careful in the workplace of those kinds of things? Absolutely. And whether it's a financial issue or a cultural issue, you know, maybe mm-hmm. they don't know or recognize Santa, don't want to know and recognize Santa. Um, but it should be a team decision, not somebody from up above saying this is what you're going to do. Maybe have a team meeting and talk about, you know, let's brainstorm how we want to acknowledge um, Christmas or Hanukkah or Kwanzaa, Kwanzaa, whatever. Do we want to recognize them or do we want to celebrate winter? What do we want to do together? And let it come from the team so that there is buy-in. And that may not even necessarily be, you know, majority rules. It might be everybody say what they think and then Let's see where we can go with this so that we can get to win-win. Oh, okay. So that's what you're aiming for is win-win. Everyone's happy. Um, Yeah. I like the celebrating winter. Yeah. They may not be happy, but they'll go along with it. Yeah. Because you can't make everyone happy again. You have to go back to that. Right. (laughs) Yeah. But I think even being having a a say in there is part of that. Absolutely. And doesn't it come like, but there's bonuses and things like that, but gift giving from the company itself or the nonprofit, um, that could be dangerous because you might not be able to do it the next year and people start thinking they're going to get it every year. 
Yeah, although I think, you know, I know from being in HR in a nonprofit, whenever we could do anything, we were so careful to say this isn't a regular thing. You know, let people know, like, we get one year we were able to give way long time ago, we were able to give people the week off between Christmas and New Year's. And we were so excited to do that. And it was such a gift. And we were so clear about this probably won't happen again. You know, we'll, we will if we can, but no promises. And as it turned out, we were able to make that a normal part of the schedule. Um, so I think nice. it's again, being able to just be honest with people, you know, maybe this year they do get a bonus, but it's not going to happen every year. And sometimes again, I think the authentic, sincere note of appreciation is almost Bigger. not as a valuable as a, you know, a, the same gift for everybody that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, it's like that card and, I was telling you about. The, here it right. is. You know, it's it wasn't even, it just was like they just took a mailer and mailed him out. Right. It right. had no meaning. And I'm going, gosh, like you, we know each other. Mm-hmm. I, I, it is, it's rude. It, right. It's cut, it is. Yeah, that's how it feels. And so we don't do insurance with them anymore. Right. It actually yeah. turned to that level. You right. know, it's like, you know, because the customer service was going at the same time. So that's kind of what I find very interesting is, communication is everything right it is and i think that's really at the at the brunt of what you're talking about is having this open dialogue which means that you're attentive exactly yeah and you recognize people as individuals and you invite their whole selves to work and again the it's great if you can do holiday gifts um (laughs) if that's something that the team wants But even more important is doing it throughout the year, like we started Mm -hmm. off talking about that, you know, people's anniversary, their work Mm -hmm. anniversary is a great time to give them flowers or balloons or whatever. It doesn't have to cost a lot, but it says, I'm glad you're here. And I know you've been here for five years and what a difference you've made. And cake is good all the time. (laughs) Cake is allowed. Yeah, yep. I, I love it when you have those big organizations and so, it's always someone's birthday. You're like, where's the cake? And then someday it's like, there's no birthday. Now what? We got to do something. Right, right. Where's the cake? I want and my again, cake. You know, ask the person, what do you want? How does that work? I worked in one place where we had birthday buddies. And so we would team up and it was your birthday buddy's job to find out how you wanted your birthday celebrated at work. And that worked really well. Most people did want cake, but a few people wanted cookies and a few people said, I don't want anything. Yeah, some people really don't want to acknowledge their birthday. Right. They they are like that. And I'm like, no, come on, come on. No, right. I don't want to. And I'm like, don't, you can't hide from it. Right. <laughs> you be, but, you know, each to their own. I think that's another good point is to find out what people want so that it is this experience and right. instead of just what you think. Like people say, oh, um, Treat people as you want to be treated. That's not really true. Treat right. people how they want to be treated. Exactly. Right. You know, that's that that's an interesting. Yeah, that's an interesting way of looking at it. Now, um, what is this SOS thing? You yes. sent me some notes here. Um, right. Yeah. So that's something that I developed to remind myself about gratitude. And it stands for make it sure it's specific. 
do it often and make sure it's sincere. So SOS of gratitude, specific, often, and sincere. Ah, that's great. See, (laughs) I like that because then it's, again, attentive. You know, if you're going to work with someone, you've got to have that consistency and sincerity for sure. I remember once when we were printing our magazine and we were working with a new printer and this sales guy, older gentleman, goes up to Nancy and it was, we were getting down to writing a check. Mm-hmm. For the printing, which is, I never want to talk about those printing checks ever. And he looks at Nancy, puts his hand on her shoulder and goes, oh, you've got a beautiful blouse on today. Oh, <laughs> yes. That's a no-no, isn't it? Sometimes, you know. In but that it wasn't sincere because he was like, oh, it, you know, it, you don't. Right. You don't yeah. Uh, you know, it's not that you can't compliment each other, but the way it's done, the tone it's done. Um, the circumstances, all that make it be careful, basically. It was fake flirty to right. try and get that check. And Nancy looks at me and I'm looking at her like, do we really want to, you know, right. hand that check over? And we actually right. didn't continue doing business with them after that wow. print run. Yeah. 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 So isn't that funny? People's communication spills over to not good results in the yeah. workplace. The Absolutely. quality of whatever it is. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I read one study that said 66% of employees said they would leave a job if their boss didn't show appreciation, which is a lot of people. That's high. <laughs> That's a high thing. So what about now with um, so many people working remotely, you know, or maybe you in a nonprofit, you have people out in the field all the time. So I think it's really important to still have some kind of way to communicate with them. Absolutely. I, again, the regular one-on-one meetings need to happen, whether they're on Zoom or in person, because it not only keeps you connected around the work, keeps you connected as people mm. you get to check in. And, you know, you don't have to be nosy about what's going on in their personal life, but just an open-ended question, how you doing, mm. anything new that you want to talk about. And it just helps build that connection because that is a critical part of the work. So when the other thing with nonprofits, a lot of nonprofits are doing emotionally draining, hard work that because there's the fundraisers, the parties and all the fun stuff. But on the other side, there's social workers, there's, you know, the therapists, there are people out there that may have to put down an animal or, you know, there's things that are like, traumatic in in a way sometimes there's ptsd that comes with this career choice right Right. so when we look at those kinds of things and so especially nonprofit work the people that are out really doing some of these very hard touching emotionally draining careers we really need to look at them and appreciate it's like we have veterans day right it's kind of the same you know don't just do veterans day to thank someone you know Yeah. And I think that's where, you know, having a strong mental health support system and a strong, um, vigorous time off policy, because when there is trauma, people need time to process it. So, you know, it's not just take whatever you want, but if the leaders can say, you know, that was a really hard push we just did for all of us. We're going to shut down for a day. 
Or, you know, I know that one hit you really hard. Take a couple days off. That goes a long way to people feeling like their work is seen and valued and they matter. Yeah. And because it's, you know, I, I think that we need it in, in our armed forces, you know, our police, you know, you can't just go all police are bad. That's not true. And I think we're as society starting to learn that these things that are happening that are dangerous, a lot of nonprofits do dangerous work. Absolutely. You know, and it can be traumatic at times. Sometimes you can have a thick skin through it. And then sometimes someone just goes, Oh my gosh, like, you know, and let them go home. You're right. And, and maybe send them with some flowers or something to make a no because, and not to belittle because mental health is such a, it it shouldn't, there should be no belittling in someone's emotional stress. Right. No, that has no place in the workplace, no matter what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Okay. Ooh, yeah, I, I don't have much to dating. add to that one. That one is yeah. a strong statement. Yeah. Yeah. Boom. There you go. I didn't know we were going to go this deep here. <laughs> <laughs> so now you talked about demonstrating an appreciation exercise. So I, you said, oh, if you want to do it. I'm like, I don't know what it is, but let's do it. What's All right. Going great. On? Yeah. This is a exercise I used in it. Wait, 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 wait. Do we get cake afterwards? <laughs> or cookies <laughs> right that should be part of it <laughs> okay no sorry I didn't mean all that, right but, but yeah. so I learned this in a coaching program a long time ago and it it has always felt very powerful to me so I'm going to ask you uh for to acknowledge yourself for three things and these can be big things or little things I tell people you know, it can be I won the Nobel Prize on Monday, or it can wow. be brushed my teeth this morning. Anything in between. Well, good. Yeah. So, three things. What would you like to acknowledge yourself for, Lisa? Today, let's see that um, I got here on time, even though I messed up the time zones. <laughs> um, I drank an extra glass of water instead of more coffee with sugar in it. Okay. And I got a whole project done early this morning that I didn't think. I would make on time, but I did. Wow, great. So now I'm going to acknowledge you for those things. So Lisa, I would like to acknowledge you for starting our podcast on time, for connecting with me to make sure we were at the same time and rolling out um, this interview together at the right time. And I want to acknowledge you for saying yes to a glass of water instead of yes to another coffee with sugar and (laughs) in doing so um, supporting your health and your well-being. And I want to acknowledge you for taking the time this morning to finish up a project that you didn't think you were going to get done, but you did. Well done. Well, thank you. Now, come on. Now we got to turn the table around for you. I want to hear. First, let me ask you, how was that? How did that feel? It was fun. Yeah. It's fun, but you never really think about yourself. You're always, you know, for me, I'm always looking at what other people are doing. Exactly. And I think this exercise is great. It's great in your personal life and at work, but especially at work because supervisors, if they take time to do an exercise like this, they may hear that somebody is really proud of something that they didn't even know they were doing. Mm. So that's really important. And and it feels a little artificial, but when I do it and receive it, it feels great. <laughs> you know, I do a um, part of a gratitude club on Facebook, and you're supposed to post five things a day. 
And it's wow. weird because you don't want to do it on the days that something's going wrong or you're having a one of those negative days. Right. But it's the most important time to do it. Right. You know? So to to look inward is pretty good to have yeah. that kind of appreciation. So now I want to hear yours. All right. And then we get cake. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Um, well, I would like to acknowledge myself for preparing for this interview. Um, for, um, let's see, signing up to... Um, talk to someone about the hidden rules at work and for doing, oh, this is a good one. I did my first international training uh, a couple of weeks ago and that I'm really excited about having done that. Oh, very cool. Now I got to acknowledge you. Yay for international training. Where did you go? Like, I didn't go anywhere. It was on Zoom, but there were people from Kenya, Uganda, Colombia, and Spain. Oh, two countries I've been to and lived in Kenya. So that, that's oh, special. Wow. Well, it's because you're, I, I think that, um, I acknowledge you for branching out. Thank you. Culturally and internationally. Okay. So now I've got to also acknowledge you for sending me notes so that I was prepared and know that we could do this exercise, right? Right. <laughs> So, all you know, well, that's that's important. So you're part of what we're doing, you know. Right. And then I want to acknowledge you for looking at the hidden rules because when things are hidden, sometimes people want to keep them hidden and not bring them out. So right. I acknowledge that with this because this is also kind of a hidden, quiet thing we keep to in our brains and not discuss. So good point. This yeah. is a lot of unveiling today. Ooh. Right, right. Thank you so, very much, Lisa. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. I, okay, so one one thing um, I learned from an educator, uh, a friend of ours who's retired now, and she would do this for teachers and students and teamwork, and to create a dialogue, because you can take people for granted and think you know who they are, and know them, and mm-hmm. you don't know everything, and there's three parts of this, but I forgot the other two. So I'm going to be okay. real honest. But the one that I always thought was interesting is, you know, see you here. And one one of the people she worked with actually ended up meeting his wife this way on a oh. train and asking these questions. So uh-huh. it's like, what's your name? What do you do? And then it's the main question, which is so important, is tell me something about you that I don't know. Uh-huh. And I remember she asked me this on a radio show, live broadcast. She said, are you game to do it? I'm like, sure. And then she asked me and I sat there going, well, does Bobby know this about me? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> it's right. really funny. But um, so I want to ask you that, Rita. Tell me something that I don't know about you, that people could um, know about you. Let's see. Um, I... Mm, I will just say right now that I am looking out at about eight ancient redwoods, and I am so happy that I get to live in the part of the country that has redwood trees, and I just love where I live. (laughs) Wow, I did not know you had redwood trees. Now, you know we love redwood trees, right? Yes. We have saved the redwood leagues on our Ah, show at least every once once to twice a year they're on our show. Wonderful. Two times this year, so... See yeah. how the connection is. So right. what do you think of this exercise? That's great. I love it. Yeah, I can so see how people, it's 
it connects you to the other person and it's up to me, you know, what I want to reveal. So that's a really good thing too. It's safe. Yeah, that's a safe, yeah, you don't need to tell people what color your underwear is or anything like that. That's a non-safe, that's a non-safe. Right. I brought the non-safe in. But I love it because you think you know someone and maybe you really don't know like a hobby or, you know, like that's, that's, you know, or, hey, I really like, you know, these kinds of movies. Like I have a friend Mm -hmm. recently, like I had no clue she was this kind of person in, in, in TV, but when it's the Hallmark channel, she's in for Christmas. And I'm like, that is so not your personality as, as I know you, but now I'm like, you know, you better not make fun of that channel in front of her. <laughs> <laughs> right. But it's true. That's great. Yeah. You know, so I think that's a, it's a attention and, and a way to connect. So I love, exactly. I love, I love your SOS too. I think that's a good thing for people to hold on to. That's great. good. I love yeah. that. And it really is all about connecting and seeing each other and, and gratitude like, makes that all come together. I love it. I love it. Everyone, keep up with Rita. We love having her on the show. Uh, you can go to her website, Supervision Matters. Again, her two books, is one is Leading for Justice. That's the latest one. And the other one, the first one is Supervision Matters. And you still, I, I know she's kind of retired, but you could hear by her um, answers there that she's really not. Um, but you still work with organizations across the country and around the world, right? Yes, I still do trainings and speaking, and I'm still writing. So that's what was another book coming. Not yet, but um, I just love the process of writing. So we'll see. (laughs) Awesome, awesome. Well, Rita, it's always fun to see you on LinkedIn too. I see you on there all the time. Yes, I appreciate your thumbs up. (laughs) Yeah, you're always. You always make me think. You always do posts that are fun. Like the other one, you had a dog. Are you like dangling the golden carrot? The one, right, right. You always put fun things, and I'm like, oh, she's making me think. Okay, very great. (laughs) Wonderful. (laughs) Well, thank you, Lisa. Great to spend some time with you and enjoy your travels. <laughs> thank you. It's good to see you again. And uh, give those redwood trees a hug for me, okay? I will. All right. <laughs> Bye, Lisa. Thanks, Rita. Thank you for listening to Big Blend Radio Success Express Show. This show is brought to you by Big Blend Magazines. You can keep up with us at bigblendradio.com and check out our magazines at blendradioandtv.com.